0: Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Lonely Heart. Tell it to you, here is Broadway.
1: Thanks. I believe that I once tell you a story concerning Nicely, Nicely jumped who likes to do nothing better than to eat. Well, this story happens before the other one, I tell you, and it is what the newspapers and magazines like to call a spine chiller. And they are right, because it puts an inch of frost on Nicely Nicely's back. And how that happens, I will tell you in a minute.
0: Now, back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Lonely Heart.
1: It seems that one spring day I am sitting in Mindy's enjoying a bite of lunch, consisting of chicken and dumplings, hot biscuits, butter, pie, and coffee, when in walks Nicely Nicely Jonas. He speaks to me. Hello, Broadway. Nicely. Well, how you doing?
2: Oh, nicely, nicely. Well, why are you so pale? I just get out of the
1: hospital. You? How come I do not hear of it?
2: I am in a hospital in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, that accounts for the lack of news. But, um, what is wrong with you? Pneumonia.
2: The doctors there quote me odds of 100 to 1 against me finishing. But here I am. Hmm.
1: You, uh, you look different, nicely. How? Well, I do not know, just different. Like you have got something on your mind.
2: Ah, I have. Broadway, what have we got? Take me, for example. One racetrack after another, hit and miss. Heavy feed one day,
1: a bare bone the next. Uh, why? i never heard you speak like this before. What brings it on? The hospital.
2: You know, there I am, laying in the bed, lonesome. Nobody comes to see me because I have got no family. I have a lot of time for thinking. And you know what I think?
1: You want me to guess? The next day's entries at Belmont.
2: No. I am thinking about a home. A wife.
1: Huh? Nicely, I do not think you are over the pneumonia. Maybe you better go back and lie down some more.
2: No, my mind is made up. I am going to find myself a wife and a home. Where? I will scout around and take a look at the entries.
1: Maybe I will dig up a filly that answers the purpose. I do not see Nicely Nicely for a couple of days. Then I am standing at the corner of 50th and Broadway when I see a familiar figure. About five, five, and weigh in about 200. It is nobody else, but nicely. I catch up with him, and what happens is this Oh, Broadway, I am glad I run into you. Hey, nicely, you are all dressed up. Broadway, I think I am going to meet my future wife. You do not say. Then you find an entry.
2: Uh huh. All the dolls I know will not think seriously of getting married to me. I'm all right for maybe ten minutes. Even stretch it to a half hour when I'm in the dough. But marriage, no. But you say you find somebody. Where? And who? Well, one day I am rummaging through some old newspapers looking for old racing forms when I come across this. That
1: is not a racing form.
2: No, it is just a paper. But look, read this
1: ad. Uh, Widow of middle age, no children, cheerful companion... Neat, excellent cook, owner of Nice Farm in central New Jersey, wishes to meet a home-loving gentleman of not more than 50 who need not have money, but who will appreciate warm, tender companionship. Object matrimony. Address Lonely Heart, this paper. Nicely, you are going to follow this huh? Certainly. In fact, it is already followed up. But this is like walking down a subway track. You never know what you run into.
2: Nevertheless, I am now on my way to meet her. I answer the ad, make arrangements, and here I am.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Here you are now. But where will you be later?
2: Sitting on a nice farm in central New Jersey, appreciating warm, tender companionship and a pleasant home. And good cooking. Ooh. Tell you what, why not come along with me?
1: To Central New Jersey?
2: Certainly not. The lady cannot marry both of us It would be dishonest. Now, come on and meet her.
1: Well, Nicely has it no other way but that I tag along to meet the Judy he never sees before, but with whom he is going to enter matrimony. I do not mind, because naturally I am more than somewhat curious to see what she looks like. Nicely, Nicely takes me to a little restaurant. We go inside, and he says... We arranged to
2: meet at a booth and back. She says she will be wearing a blue hat. And there she is. Uh, she looks like
1: she is shading maybe 40. And she looks a little like a first baseman the Giants once had. But she is not bad looking. No, she is not, but... Uh, but what? I do not like her eyes. Huh? What's the matter with them? Well, from here they look kind of pale. In fact, those are the kind of eyes a bookie I know has. They never change expression. Please do not criticize a good cook that way. Look, Nicely, Nicely, before it is too late, why not turn around and forget this? You get all the good food you want in Mindy's. When I can pay for it, yeah, but that is not always. Nicely, I I tell you, I do not like her eyes. You are
2: prejudiced. That could be. I tell you, this is my chance to settle down and make something of myself. Come on, Broadway, let's meet her. I beg your pardon? Yes? Uh,
3: I am nicely, nicely Jones. I take it that you are... That's uh, right. I'm the widow Crumb. Crumb? That happened to be my last husband's name. Oh, I see. Well... Sit uh, down. Uh, sure. Maybe I'd better leave. No, stay, Broadway. Of course, please stay. Thanks. I pictured you different than you are. Oh, me? Now me right you're heavier i am carrying a little extra weight you're nice looking thanks what do you do for a living uh at present i am unoccupied have you got any money money i have to have money no i've got enough and my farm pays pretty good oh that is very good but i've got to make sure that you're the kind of man who won't get tired of farm life and run out and leave me alone that happened to me once, and I wouldn't like for it to happen again. Oh, I am very steady. Am I not, Broadway? Well, uh, then... farm life isn't city life. I guess not. It's simple, plain, but we eat well. You say you are a good cook. I won five prizes at the county fairs for my fried chicken. Will you marry me? Are you sure you want to? Yeah, sure. Now, tell me one thing more. Sure, what? Do you believe in... The return of a person after death. Huh? Nicely,
1: I will leave you here. No,
3: wait. Uh, Mrs. Crumb... Mary. Oh, yeah, sure. Mary, what do you mean by that question you ask? Nothing. It's just that I'm very lonely. Do you know there are men who'd be willing to marry me to get my farm? No. Yes. Uh, why are you looking at me like that? I'm making up my mind. This is a serious step. I'd hate to think I was making a mistake. I couldn't bear it again. Well, maybe... Maybe we better forget On that the we... On the other hand, paid. I want someone to cook for. Someone who'd appreciate what I can do for him. Make him happy. Feed him well. If I could find such a man, I'd stand over the stove 24 hours a day. You what?
2: Yes. Mary? Mary? I think you have got yourself
1: such a man. And that is that. Nicely Nicely is a sucker where food is concerned, and all he can see is the widow crumbs fried chicken. I look at her eyes, and they are still pale, never change expression. I do not like her. But the whole thing is Nicely's business. Then I hear he marries her, and they go to that farm in central New Jersey. And what happens
3: there, I hear later. And it is like this. Harley? Harley? Harley, where are you? in, Mrs. Crumb. Coming. Nicely. Harley is my hired man. Oh. Well, so this is a farm. Do you like it? Well, it is certainly out in the open. You
4: call me Mrs. Crumb?
3: Yes, and call me Mrs. Jones. Oh. Uh, This him? This is my husband. Nicely, this is Harley. (laughs) Fat, ain't he? Say, one more crack like that and I'll put a button on top of your head with a bat. (laughs) Maybe you will, maybe you won't. Take our suitcases in, Harley. Then get
4: back to work. Sure, sure. (laughs) He ever work a farm, Mrs. Crumb? I mean, Jones? No. Uh, Who says anything about work?
3: I've got to see about something. Harley will take care of you nicely.
4: So, you two got married, huh? Yeah. Why? Kind of different than the others. What do you say? Nothing. Give me a hand with these here suitcases. Sure. Uh, Widow's a fine woman. A fine woman. She tells me she is a good cook. I say something funny? (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Then why the laugh? Well, it... uh, It's just that sometimes what she cooks is mighty peculiar. Mighty peculiar. This way, Mr. Jones.
1: Well, that seems like a funny thing for Harley to say. But Nicely thinks no more about it, because that evening they sit down to eat. Harley Nicely and his new wife. Now, from what I hear later, the food is everything Nicely wishes. In fact, he never eats food like it before. One thing that worries him, a little. and when Mary is out of the room, he speaks of it to
2: Holly. Uh, Holly. Holly. Yeah. Hm. Uh, you you say something? Yeah. I wish to ask you a question. Yeah. Go ahead. I noticed that there are only three
4: of us that eat here tonight. <clears throat>
2: yep. I also noticed that that there is another place set at the table next to her. That's right. I also observe that Mary fills up that plate like it is something special.
4: Yep. Uh, give me the biscuits, will you?
2: Yeah. I wish to know, what is the idea of that extra plate that nobody uses, but which is filled up with such ever-loving care? <laughs>
4: Better ask her, if you dare. Dare? Yep.
2: Uh, well, I guess it is none of my business... Maybe it is just a habit that she doesn't huh?
4: It might be, might be. <laughs> yep, that's it, a habit. It is a very peculiar one. Uh,
2: some people might think so,
4: others might not.
2: Well, I am just thinking that maybe...
3: Finished eating already nicely?
2: Well, as a matter of fact, I am
3: just thinking about another helping of fried chicken. But there's plenty of it. Harley, hmm? uh, you all finished with the chores? Uh, just about. Better get them finished, then, before it gets dark. Huh?
4: Oh, sure. Sure.
3: Like my cooking nicely?
2: Mary, in my book, it is one, two over anything I ever tasted before. I'm glad. <laughs> I will have some more fried chicken. I'll get some. No, no, I will just take what is on this plate don't here. Don't touch that. Huh? But I I just...
3: said don't touch it. Leave it alone. Okay, okay. I'll... I'll take it away. Sure. Don't look like he wants it. Huh? Who? Nothing. Never mind. Um, Mary, it is none of my business... That's right. But... It ain't none of your business. Uh-huh. I'll get you some more chicken.
2: No, never mind. You said you wanted some? That is uh, a couple of minutes ago. Funny thing, it seems that my appetite is not as good now as it is then. <laughs>
1: So that is the story of Nicely Nicely's first day with his new bride at her farm. It makes Nicely a little nervous, but not half as nervous as what comes later, and which I will tell you about in a minute.
0: back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Lonely Heart.
1: Well, two weeks go by, and Nicely Nicely forgets about that first evening. But he does not forget that at each meal there is that extra plate which nobody uses and it is almost always filled with food which Mary throws away later. However, this does not bother Nicely too much, because he never eats food as good as he gets there. Then it is one night after a real good meal, it is dark, and Nicely and Mary sit on the front porch. Nicely rocks back and forth in a rocking chair. Nicely.
3: Nicely. Uh-huh. You say something, Mary? Yes. Will you do something for me? Sure, anything. And it's a kind of favor. What? I want you to go to the city with me tomorrow. New York? No, not New York. Is there another city somewhere? I want you to be examined for an insurance policy. Examined? Yes. I am healthy. But you may not always be. I am expecting no trouble. No, sure not. But you can never tell. We're here today gone tomorrow. You are expecting me to go somewhere. Sooner or later. We all have to. Oh, Mary, I wish you would not talk like that. I'm not getting any younger nicely. There'll come a day when I won't be able to work the farm. We will hire somebody to help Harley then. But I need protection. Against what? Against the day when I don't have you. I never notice how dark it is out here. Oh, it's nice though, quiet, still. Sometimes I think I can almost see you. him. Who? Nobody. Oh, but nicely. You didn't say you'd go with me tomorrow. So soon? Never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Well, I, I... you L- look, Mary. You I... don't love me. Oh, but I do. No. I do. Then go with me. Why?
2: Well, I... All right, I will go with you.
4: <laughs> what is that? Holly!
3: Holly, what are you doing?
4: Never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. That'll be enough, Holly. Sure, sure. <laughs> That'll be enough. Just enough.
2: I, uh. I think I will go inside. All of a sudden, it is very cold out
4: here. <laughs>
1: Nicely, Nicely is insured, like Mary was. Three months go by, and Nicely is thinking what a wonderful life he leads. He does nothing but eat and sleep, and the meals keep getting better all the time, until Nicely is as fat as a goose and can hardly wobble. However, there is still one thing that worries him, and that is the extra plate at all meals. The best of everything goes on that plate, and after the meal, Mary always throws away what is on the plate. Then one day, Nicely takes himself down to where Harley is fixing the fence, and the scene is as follows. Hello,
2: Harley. Huh? Oh, hello. I wish to speak to you for a couple of minutes. Something
4: wrong, Mr. Jones? Oh, no, no, no,
2: no. I merely wish to satisfy my curiosity about something. <laughs>
4: sure, sure. Sit down. Yeah. On what? Underground.
2: It is slightly damp, and I do not wish to endanger my health.
4: <laughs> that is funny, Harley. <laughs> Don't mind a little dampness, Mr. Jones. You'll get used to it.
2: Huh? What are you talking about?
4: Nothing, nothing. But, uh, what did you come down here to talk about?
2: I noticed that at every meal there is a fourth place. I wish to know who that is for and why it gets the best of everything.
4: You ain't guessed,
2: huh? Look, Holly, before I tap your noggin for you, answer my question. All right. Only don't tell her I said anything. Why not?
4: She's kind of funny.
2: Never mind that. Who is the fourth plate for?
4: Jake. Jake who? Jake Crumb. Crumb? Yep.
2: I... I hear you say Jake Crumb?
4: That's right.
2: And, uh... Is that not the widow's name before it becomes Jones by reason of my marriage with her?
4: Sure. Jake was her last husband. Died three years ago.
2: Died? You mean that fourth place is for him?
4: Yep. Mary loved him pretty much. She was always sorry for what she did to him. She tries to make it up to him.
2: What what does she do to him?
4: I ain't real sure, but I think it was poison. What? Damp or not damp, I have got to sit down. Of course. Uh, husband number one met with a real funny accident. A big 200-pound keystone fell on his head. Uh, funny, too, because that keystone stayed up for a 100 years before he just happened to walk under it. Husband number one? Then Ed Summers, he was number two, died from having a charcoal stove in his room. Coroner said it was awful dangerous. Put some kind of gas in the room. Sooner or later, you have got to stop talking like this. Numbers three and four, I kind of forget. But it was awful sudden. What number am I? Let me see now. I guess uh, number six. Yep, Uh, you're number six. Wonder what you think of for you. You, you. You know all this, but you do not go to the cops? Me? Ain't none of my business. Besides, I like it here.
2: I do not. Not anymore.
3: I'm going to leave.
4: Leave me, Nicely? Why? Mary. Howdy,
3: Mrs. Jones. You'd better come to the house now, Nicely. Supper's ready. And tonight, there's a real special treat for you.
1: It is out in the middle of no place, and Nicely is caught. All the way back to the house, Nicely looks for a way out. But Mary watches him like a hawk. He knows he cannot run because he is too fat by now to outrun anybody. But he is thinking fast. Then he sits down to eat, but with practically no appetite. And he notices that Mary whispers something to Harley, who nods and disappears. And Harley does not sit down to eat. Then Mary fills that fourth plate. That
2: is a pretty
1: good meal
2: you are putting there. Yes, it is. But why don't
3: you eat nicely? Me? Oh... Oh, I'm going to. I will wait for you to sit down. I've got something to do in the kitchen. You go right ahead. Enjoy yourself.
2: Oh, enjoy myself. All this wonderful food, and I am afraid to eat it.
3: You say something to me nicely?
2: Huh? What?
3: I said, did you talk to me?
2: To you? I...
3: uh,
2: No. No, no, I do not talk to you, Mary. You're not talking to Harley. Oh, no, no. I... I am talking to Jake. You...
3: What did you say?
2: I say I am talking to Jake.
3: Jake? Jake
2: who? Why, nobody else but good old Jake Crumb, who finally joins us after all these weeks. Where? 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 Why, no place else but at the plate you sit for him. You're lying. You you don't see anybody. You don't. Now, why do you say that, Mary? You know as well as I do that good old Jake is here. Else, why is there a plate for him? Jake. Jake. Mary, he is saying something to me. What? What? If you will be quiet, I will hear him. He speaks very soft. Oh? <gasps> you do not want to eat, Jake? <gasps> but the food is very good indeed. Is that so? Oh, but I do not believe that, Jacob It is impossible. Nicely, what did he say?
3: Tell me, what did he
2: say? He tells me some peculiar story about the food being poisoned, and he does not want to eat it. <gasps> poisoned? Oh, Jake, Jake. Ah, uh, it is all right. Now he is going to eat. He says he will eat like he does three years ago. Yes, yes, but, but, but this food tonight, it's all right. Tell him it's all right. Why should it not be Jake, what is the matter, old man? Why do you look like that? What is it? What's the matter? Uh, It is very peculiar. Good old Jake Crumb takes one bite of his food and falls off the chair. He is now lying on the floor at your feet. Oh, (laughs)
3: Jake, Jake. Oh, my poor darling, Jake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I loved you, Jake. I don't know why I did it. I don't.
2: Mary, he is looking up at you and shaking his head. Oh, no, 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 no! My, my, I am a good actor. Hello, operator. This is Nicely Jones, and I am speaking from the... Like I say, this is Nicely Jones, and I am speaking from the Widow Crumb's farm. I wish to speak to the cops, uh, the police, the army, the Navy, the Coast Guard, and a goodly portion of the Air Force. I need out of here real bad.
1: Now, that is not quite the end of the story. And what the payoff is, I will tell you in a minute. I am sitting in Mindy's enjoying some lunch when who comes in and sits down with me but nicely, nicely Jones? He fills me in on the story I tell you so far. Then he says... It takes ten years off my life, Broadway.
2: Also, it takes 50 pounds off someplace else. This I am able to understand. But what becomes of the widow? It seems she runs out that night and runs right into an old open well. It seems that the cover is off like she tells Harley it should be.
1: You mean you are supposed to walk into that well? That is the general idea. Oh, nicely. You are a very lucky man. Mm, I guess so.
2: They take poor Harley away. It seems he has some loose boards in the attic and is not responsible.
1: Nicely, you have a terrible experience.
2: Terrible. But I come by $1,200, which I get for the farm because I am the widow's aunt. 1,200 fish? Well. And today I bet it all on a horse. Why? Why? Well, it is a hunch I play, like the hunch I play when I pretend I am talking to Jake Crumb's ghost. I do not understand. The horse's name is Apparition.
1: Get it? Oh, sure. Jake's ghost and Apparition. It is a good hunch. Uh Well, What happens?
2: Broadway, you cannot expect the same hunch to win two times in a row. Apparition loses. It seems like a person just cannot count on anything anymore.
0: And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Lonely Heart. Listen in again next week for... The Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Bern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. <laughs>